Hi guys, so welcome to the Lift Fitness and Lifestyle podcast. This is episode 17. 17. 17, so 17 weeks in and still here. Still here, still in, still in your podcast app. Still in the podcast. Um, so yeah, so there's obviously a lot of things going on at the minute. It's, um, it's a bit of a trying time for, for everybody. Mm. Um, and if you listen to the podcast last week, uh, we went through a few books that you could read in case of lockdown, or more so now the inevitability. Yeah, of, when of lockdown, when it's actually going to happen. Uh, but there's um, there's, a, there's a couple more books actually you can read, which are actually going to be really sort of applicable, especially because obviously you guys listen now or trainers, you your trainers is why you listen to us mm -hmm. part of the reason maybe. Um, <laughs> so you want to still be trained at home. That's going to be really important. And this is why we've got, we've actually got a program running. Uh, it's going to be a four week lockdown program. So basically what we're going to be doing with this, we're going to be doing three interactive sessions a week. Um, these are going to be through a program or a platform called Zoom. And basically how this is going to work, everybody will be training at the same time. Uh, we'll be coach led, so we'll be one of us at the front. Uh, on our screen, there's Sean deadlifting again. Mm -hmm. uh, bang, bang, <laughs> bang. Um, so it'll be one of us at the front of the screen, we'll be taking a workout. So it's going to be live, it's going to be interactive, and it's going to be fun. Um, and then once a week as well, we're going to go and do like coaching sessions for anybody who wants to do a coaching session uh, on lifestyle, nutrition, you know, all, the, all the fun stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and once that's done, so four weeks, it's going to be four weeks online. Once that's done, anybody who does it then gets a three-week uh, access or free pass to one of our coaching groups um, once we resume normality. Mm -hmm. So that's there. That's quite a good bonus in itself. Um, so there's going to be a lot of value from what we, we get from this, uh, what we're going to get from this. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll put the link in the show notes uh, if you want to join us on on the four week lockdown program um, and come and join us because it will be we're gonna we're gonna make it fun we're gonna make it interesting uh we're gonna want to kind of keep people motivated this time your health and fitness is going to be just so important you know that, that's the biggest thing that we need to keep on top of when the inevitable happens you know keeping strong keeping fit keeping active keeping moving and just keeping some good thoughts and keeping mm -hmm. keeping strong inside and for those on the um, on the challenge, when we're doing a live workout videos, I might have a look and see if I can do some fancy dress workouts. So everyone has to work, dress something like silly in a way, or either way, I'll just be the one sort of in a Christmas jumper in the middle of March. I don't know, what month is it? March. Yeah. March. In the middle of March, I'll be in my Christmas jumper in my bedroom leading a workout. <laughs> if it comes to that. Well, look forward. I'll... <laughs> but you know it's it's i think it's a good time to also do things maybe that you don't necessarily do as well so things like reading definitely mm. read i've just ordered a book actually um it's the power of neuroplasticity uh sounds really kind of awesome i love that i love for anything to do with, with how your brain works mm. uh, we'll just be on a call with a pretty cool lady who's going to be coming on or uh, she'll be a special guest next week yeah uh, for, foreshadowing uh foreshadowing who we got? Foreshadowing. Oh, foreshadowing. Nice. All right, foreshadowing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she's going to be talking a lot about 
Uh, well, we're not saying what she's really talking about, but she's um, she's the hypnotherapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but she's very, very uh, science-based hypnotherapist. It's yeah. Kind of how she describes as um, she <laughs> like woohoo. Was yeah, it, like woo-woo. It? Woo-woo. She's not a woo-woo therapist. Where, where it's like having all your crystals making sure like your chakras are in line and stuff. And yeah, she, she's very, very science-based. And, um, you know, she, she's big in the kind of new plasticity side of things, which I, I think is really, really cool subject. Which was really interesting. Just from the core today, I was absolutely like... She was really fascinating, wasn't she? Yeah, at one point, I literally, I couldn't stop, like, smiling. Like, she's had a massive grin. I was just like, wow. Obviously. She kind of really knows her stuff. Um, but it's, it's good to have that side of it. And it's, how does she, she describe it as she was more, she's not a mindset coach. She doesn't like to be known as a mindset coach. She, she described it as, as trying to. Yeah. So she had a cool analogy with like sort of physiotherapy physio, and a yeah. broken leg. Like say when you break the leg, you don't immediately go straight into physio. Obviously you get it healed and stuff first. And she was saying that she's like that bit in between. It's like, say she like mends people. And then they go to do like all so the puts, puts like the cast on, the yeah. cast on a broken bone. In a way. Um, I'm feeling that she'll explain it a lot better. She'll probably explain week. it a lot better. Sorry for we butchered this, by the way, Sean, man. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> oh, we just leaked it. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. But, no well, one has noticed. Uh, but she's coming on next week, so listen to that, because it's, 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 I think what she'll have to say next week will be pretty um, apt for, for our current. Yeah, it'll be very interesting as well, because I know that, Quite a lot of people are probably interested in this, but don't know where to really start with it all. Yeah, just kind of clear that up a little bit. Yeah, because there's so much stuff going on, like but just with everything. If you try to get into something, unless you know exactly what you're searching for, then nine times out of ten, you probably won't find just, it. You just get lost, on you get lost in the noise. Yeah, there's so many different people trying to like say so many different things work. And do different and this is things. why we want to bring guests onto the, on the podcast. We want to bring guests who specialise in, in different fields. So we've had here in the field on specialising. <laughs> I was going to say that's a good pun. Um, yeah, so specialise in different fields. So we say we had the food ninja on. So she's she specialises in nutrition. Um, our special guest we bring on next week specialises in uh, hypnotherapy. Uh, so it'll be good. We're going to get a few more kind of really awesome guests on. Yeah, and oh, I was just going to say if there's anyone that anyone any of the listeners. But like to see us try and get on. Then Aaron wants to get Eddie Hall on. Yeah, so the beast. we were talking about it the other day and I was just like I was going through a list of people who I'd like sort of been thinking of who we'd get on. And one of them was Eddie Hall, which as I wrote as like I must have been as I was writing it, I was just thinking, imagine having an Eddie Hall on a little sort of screen on your laptop just asking him questions. But then actually now that then we sort of spoke about it and all the different sort of questions and the different things that we could ask him. Yeah, it would actually be really good. This, I think this this is it. I mean, wouldn't we say, oh, Eddie, how would you get your five hundred kilo deadlift? What training do you do? That would be what we're mm-hmm. doing with it. Maybe more the mind, like the the mindset and what he had to get into, and you know, these are the kind of things we want to do when it came to all of the sort of struggles and whatnot, and the things that he had to do to get to that certain level. Yeah, and sort of the consist like how important, like sort of consistency. What he had to do, what he had to sacrifice, because you know, if you've got to get anywhere in life. You have to sacrifice mm-hmm. something. You've got to, you know, you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to do work. That's really hard. You can't get things. Things don't come easy. Yeah. You know, something that's worth getting does not come easy. So you have to be prepared to work hard. But it's good to have a different perspective on it. You know, mm-hmm. whether that's lifting a five kilo, five hundred kilo deadlift, or 
you know, get into that next ladder in your career or or in a business or drop into that 20 pounds of body fat that you kind of, you never thought you could get rid of. It's, it's, it's just, it's all individual stories and journeys. Yeah. But going back to actually the books, I wanted to go through two more books. Um, I didn't mention last week and these are going to be quite, quite applicable because you know, it's, it's, we're going to be at home. Um, and we're not going to have a lot of equipment. So the first one is, is body weight, strength, training, anatomy. Okay. So if you're on the screen, so you can kind of see that there, this one's by Brett Contreras. I bought this a long, long time ago. And again, well, no, I think from that, we should be getting some form of commission for Brett Contreras. Again, I was just going to say, literally, I think it's just probably our podcast, podcastual ritual. But mentioned Brett, what do you call him? Brett Contreras. <laughs> no, Brett Contreras. Brett Contreras. Brett Contreras. But it's really good because um, it breaks a lot of movements down and shows you exactly what um, muscles are being used. And there's just, you know, there's, there's a book full of different types of um, movements, body weight movements. So, you know, if you're at home and um, you want to learn how to do a crab walk, which is in here, so it kind of shows you exactly how to do it, what muscles you use. Uh, slave and leg curls, pistol squats, sissy squat, towel face pull-up. Where you get a pull-up from? Maybe you've got a pull-up bar. Uh, but there's loads, there's loads of things, you know, you can kind of, it's all based on body weight and it's a really good book. Uh, you learn a lot from it. You learn a lot about anatomy as well. I was just going to say, to be fair, with the pull-ups, I've seen a video of someone where I had two towels, laid one out and rolled one up. And then as he rolled the other, like, so, I don't know how to sort of explain it without... Yeah, so it had like a towel laid out and he put another rolled up towel on, on it. And then as he rolled the rolled up one in another towel, then he attached it to his like um to his like door. He put it up or something like that. And then he ended up having like somewhere he could actually do pull ups. And it was holding his body weight and stuff and it just looked that was like Google it. Mm -hmm. I'll Google it and I'll put it in the pop it in the um lift coffee stuff. And the other book was uh, Complete Calisthenics. Got that one there. If you look on the screen, all right, this one is by Ashley Carlin, K-A-L-Y-M. Um, this is more based on sort of gymnastic work, but again, it's really kind of good because what he does, uh, I'll use the example because I actually got to the point where I could hold a back lever for about 18 seconds. Now, back lever, if you don't know what it is, go and Google it. Now it's it's pretty tough and it looks pretty good. It's actually really hard. Um, but what he does in this, he breaks everything down um, to show you how to start from regressions all the way up to actually doing the full movement. And it's it's actually a really clever book. Um, you know, he's got stuff like Spider-Man push-ups, uh, one-arm push-ups, and it's he it just breaks everything down. Uh, it, it's really good. So again, if you like things, if you want to do a handstand push-up, if it's something in the house or you think, you know, what, I'd love to do a handstand push-up. Get that book because he tells you exactly how to do it. I still can't do one, um, <laughs> but he, he, he can, and, he, and he's in really good shape. And he'll, he'll tell you how he does it. Ripped to bits. Uh, so they're the two books. So we'll give you the ones from last week. That's another two kind of cool books you can read. And so basically what we wanted to do this podcast for today um, was something that I wanted. I, I put a little bit on... Uh, like my stories and things like this, but I want to kind of get the message out there a little bit more because any inevitability that we are kind of going on, we're going to go into isolation for two weeks, people are going to start going kind of stir crazy. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's, you can see people who are happening already in kind of Spain and 
and and Italy, um, people Italy is not on the cover a lot of the team. So the biggest thing you can do, really the biggest thing you can kind of do, is create some form of structure. And this sounds kind of really simplistic, and it is, and it sounds really obvious, but many people won't do this. So this is one of the reasons that we're going to be doing. No, what, what part of the reason why we're going to have people training? It's not going to be random times. We're going to be training people online at specific times, mm. like kind of seven o'clock in the morning, I think one o'clock in the afternoon, and then six o'clock at night, because it gives people structure. But then if you can start structuring the rest of your day as well, if you kind of say, okay, in the morning I'm going to get up at whatever time it is, I'd probably do it the same as you go to work in the week. So do it the so whatever time you get up for work normally, still do that. Still get up, you know, and and, and do things. I'll use me as an example. I'm going to have to look after the kids because uh, my wife Claire is a nurse, so she will be spending time at work uh, when everybody else is kind of not. Uh, so she'll be kind of in and out. So I'll be spending a lot of time in the house with, with our two kids. So what I'm going to have to then do is structure some time. So I'm going to have to get some time really structured, but I'm going to have to get them structured as well. Mm. You know, easier said than done because one of them's two and a half and is an absolute lunatic. Uh, and trying to get him any kind of structure is going to be hard, but I'm going to have to be creative with it. No, I'll give them telly time at a certain time. We'll do some activities, some fun activities with them at certain times. We'll mm. do some coral and some educational stuff. Uh, but I'm going to try to structure these into the day the best that I can. So something for me is going to look like I'll probably get up at five o'clock, you know, and, and do some work for a couple of hours because they're generally there at about two, mm-hmm. uh, two, two hours later. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't wake up at two. I don't like to. No, to be fair, you never, to. you never know with the um, two weeks just uh, being in the house. But, but this is the thing, and, and you know what happens when, when people are sort of, when you go like on holiday mode or you have a week off and you're stuck in the house and you don't do much, your team totally goes out the window. And mm. what then generally happens is you end up staying up later and you get up later. And you know, before you know it, you kind of where you used to go to bed at nine, ten o'clock, it becomes 11, 12, 1, 2. Mm. And, but then you're sleeping past eight, nine, ten o'clock in the morning and your day just becomes a bit of a mess. Yeah. And and this uh, this always happens. I remember I had um a long time ago now I had pericarditis, which is basically like inflammation of a heart sac. I've actually had it twice, which is really sure. <laughs> uh, really unlucky. I've had it twice, but the very first time I had it, uh, I couldn't go to work for three weeks. So I was literally in the house for three weeks. I couldn't go out. I couldn't do much. Uh, I was in the house for three weeks. Um, and I remember thinking, oh, great, this is brilliant. I don't have to go to work. But after the second day, I was, I was, I was going to bed later, and I was getting up later. Mm. And before I knew it, I was, it was like 10, 11 o'clock. I wasn't getting up till that time. And then I wasn't tired on a night. And the day, I just felt awful, I felt rotten mm. for the whole three weeks. I actually couldn't wait to get back to work. <laughs> um, and just because of the, that lack of routine, so it's, well, these are the things that can be done now. So you, now you can start creating that routine, you can start creating, you know, whether you put that up in the fridge or you put it in your phone, you just start doing that now. Again, for me, so I'll be up at five o'clock and I'll do a couple of hours work and that'll give us the seventh when the kids get up. I get up with them, I'll play with them for a little bit, have some breakfast and then, I'll probably set them away in front of the telly for a little bit, and I can do some work. Mm-hmm. Again, I'll structure this time in. And then after an hour, an hour and a half, they'll switch the telly off. We'll sit, and then we'll maybe do some activities where we'll take them outside and do some fun activities outside or do something inside, um, some coloring in or whatever. You know, we'll do something that's more brain-stimulating. Mm-hmm. And then again, after that, they're probably 
put them down for the telly or give them some toys or something to play with. Uh, because again, this is this this is an easy thing to happen, especially if you've got kids. It's easy just to put them in front of the telly and just leave them there all day. Yeah. Um, but what generally happens with them, they end up going flipping nuts. And they end up watching a film halfway through, and then they run around like lunatics. And they they've got no structure, so they kind of don't know where they're at either. Mm. Um, I was just going to mention also, it could be a good time for people. Say if you've sort of tried in the past to try and get like sort of a structure built in, but you haven't been able to because of work and stuff, and sort of just not really feeling it, now would be sort of an optimal time in which you can try that out. Because you've literally essentially got two weeks off work and sort of not really have much else to do. But you can sort of start to implement these things. So say if you want to try and get up at 6am every single morning, but you feel absolutely knackered from work, then... Just as, as long as you're getting enough rest and stuff, and then if you try that out for two weeks, by the time that you do have to go back to work and whatnot, it'll seem a lot easier because you've been doing it for the past two weeks. The only difference is you're starting to add in different things that you usually do anyway. Yeah. So I mean, it's like when you go on holidays that you come back, it's, it's always hard. <clears throat> you know, when you go to mm. you say you've been on holiday and you come back off holiday and you've got to go to work like the next year or whatever it is. You kind of get to sleep on a night because you're panicking in case you sleep in. Mm-hmm. It's that like I've got to get up and you look, you're cutting it. Oh, man, I've got to get up in four hours. I've got to get up in three hours. I've got to get up. Until, I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to sleep in. You get you, you get that anxiety yeah. about sleeping in because you haven't had to get up mm-hmm. for so long. You know, but if you start doing, if you say you do start doing these things for the two weeks, mm. you're going to have that routine. You're going to have that structure, so everything becomes just normal. Yeah, and then when everything sort of opens up again, the world bounces back. You're not exactly just getting thrown back into it, being like, ah, oh, like just in a whole load of sort of mess. Really. I'd say, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's got like these two weeks or however long it's going to be. I mean, you know, there's no kind of, nothing's definite yet. Nothing's been said. Um, but, you know, by the way things are going, it's going to happen. It's just being prepared for that. Not making them two weeks just end up being wasteful. And, mm. You know, it's if you're kind of confined to somewhere for so long, it's, you're going to go. It's going to be. It's going to play a lot on your mind. Yeah. It's going to create a lot of anxiety. It's probably going to create a lot of different sort of mental health problems. Not problems, but it's sort of not not necessarily boosting your mental health. Yeah, you're not really doing sort. anything to kind of help yourself. So it's just you know, structure and routine has so much sort of power and mm. uh, how how not just creativity, but the way that you think and the way that you feel. If you kind of put some time and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read at 12 o'clock every single day for the next two weeks, that becomes a, a really good habit. It becomes a powerful habit. You've learned something. Mm-hmm. If you're reading the book, you're going to learn something. Um, and then you, you create a really good habit that you could maybe have for life then. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's about doing these things and not just sitting in front of Netflix from 9 o'clock in the morning until 9 o'clock at night and then feeling disgusted with yourself because... It's just wasted your day. You've just wasted all day. You maybe went outside and got a little bit of fresh air, but it's just trying to be productive with those times. Mm. And yeah, uh, one of the, Claire, who we had on this on the podcast, um, she's gonna. So with her her young daughter, she was saying today she's gonna give her like a snack box, because she said because I think she I think she's about eight years old, uh, and then she said that when she, if she sits in the house, she'll just sit and pick. And she'll just watch a tiny pick and things like this. So what she's doing, she's giving her a snack box and saying, this is your food for the day. You know, getting her structured in the times that she's going to mm. eat this food, knowing that she only has this limit. Because again, when we're in the house, it's, it's, a, it's a big time when people snack. Yeah, because it it's, it's literally just there. And it's like, oh, I've been sat in four episodes deep and I'm just like, you know what, actually I can do with a 
do the sandwich or something, and then you just like sort of the next thing, then the next thing, then you're just like, oh, the entire fridge is empty. Yeah, your entire fridge is empty. Your two weeks worth of stock that you've been piling up for the past months is gone, gone in a in day. A day. Uh, but yes, but even the simple things like structuring the time that you eat. So say you got up at say you got up at six o'clock, you had you know your cup of coffee or whatever you're doing, you're doing some stuff, but then you had your breakfast at eight. That gives you some structure. You have your breakfast at eight o'clock. But the things that you would do when you're at work, mm. you know, this is why. Well, people have diets and you know they're always good quote, yeah good air quotes good like being good through the week because they have that structure that they can maintain a diet through the week because they have that structure it comes to the weekend and it just goes mm-hmm. too hot because they don't have that structure anymore so they think oh great i've got freedom and it's just <laughs> and then once they get let like let off the leash essentially it's just like it's well, going it, to be harder to get it back on. It's, it's that lack of discipline, isn't it? Mm. So it's, it's, it's making sure you kind of keep that discipline. Yeah. So simple things just like structuring your meals. So have your dinner, uh, your breakfast, your dinner, your tea. Uh, you have a snack, have a snack at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Do, maybe the th- do the things that you do when you're at work. It's, it's weird how the most simple things have the most power, essentially. Like in, that, in that sense, I was just thinking about it there. But it's the little things that, that people don't do. Mm. You know, they don't have this structure of a morning or night time or and you know hands up mine has been completely out of the window for the past two weeks because everything's just been kind of going nuts and I've been in a gym for like 10 o'clock at night some mm. nights um, and I'm, I'm back home and I'm trying to get some food and I'm trying to get to bed and I'm trying to wind down and I'm back in again for six o'clock the next day and you know things like this just happen and it's it just sends you kind of here. I mean, I feel awful at the minute. I've, just, I've got no structure at the moment. Mm. It's something I'm going to have to sit down and really sort of fix. Yeah, and just um, sort of adapt. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a good time to do it. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, it's, you're in this kind of situation where we can't do anything about. But there is things that we can do mm-hmm. to make it better. Yeah. Like, I had a... To be fair, I've seen on... Um, so, actually, it was... So, Haley Field, the food ninja, she does these things on, like, on Monday, Mondays to Fridays now, she's only started doing them recently. Where it's like she has like a virtual lunch, where like a group of people go on and sort of as she's like as they're all eating and stuff and whatnot, they'll just chat and sort of have like a bit, a little bit of like a sort of a natter and talk about different things and stuff. And I think it's such a good idea because say if you're locked in the house for two weeks, spending the same like time with the same people all the time, and then you can just sort of have a break and just sit down for five minutes, have some food, have some food, and just talk to people. Like, talk to people who you would usually talk to, but just over video this time. Yeah. It's a really good idea. I really, I really like this. Well, that's the kind of stuff we're going to be doing on our, on our coffee stop social community. Uh, we're going to be doing all these things. We're going to try to we'll keep as interactive as we can with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, keep them uplifted. It'll help us as well. well yeah. it's, it's, it's helping us to help everybody else. Yeah, pretty much. That's what we're going to do. So, so yeah, that was getting, that was that was today's podcast. Hope that was useful and insightful. Yeah, it's a little bit shorter than the other ones that have been putting out and stuff. Just uh, we just want to make sure that that you know that getting some structure now, doing that now, starting start a day, start putting a plan together of how you want your day to look. Because at the end of the day, you have you have that freedom to do that. Mm-hmm. You've got that freedom to put all that together and control the things that you can control. Yeah, pretty much. So thanks for listening. Um, if you want to join, if you want to jump on our four-week lockdown program, 
Uh, you can do that. I'm trying to get in the door again. Uh, <laughs> there's only a problem on the podcast. I'm trying to get in the door. I'm going to bang on the window. Yeah. God's sake, we're going to have to have somewhere more professional. Unless we just put up, like, do you know the um, VIP ropes? With, like, the, just put one of them at, like, the, like, just along the corridor. Just get a bouncer. <laughs> like, just hire someone. Be like, sorry. Just, just, just hire someone. Sorry, lads. Not the night. Not the day. Not the night, lads. Busy. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so if you want to join our four-week lockdown program, uh, the link's in the notes. Uh, if you want to join our Lift Coffee Shop social group, um, that is also in the notes. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a time where you need, we need, we need each other. Everybody needs to have the support network, and that's what we're going to offer. Mm-hmm. We want that. We want you to be part of it. Uh, so come and join us. And you know, everybody's in this together. So don't be alone. Yeah. Or even then, if if Facebook groups, if you well, to be fair, if you join this coffee stop and think and realize that if I keep on, I don't know where they look on this sort of thing. And because we are just a disclaimer, we are recording this as well, so we've got a camera pointing at us now from the laptop, and we've got the microphone. But then we usually, whenever we're recording, we're just like sort of talking conversation. So I'm really like I, I keep on switching between them. But um, yeah, so if you find out through Lift Coffee Stop that Facebook groups are really your sort of thing and something that you enjoy being a part of, what I recommend is join a few different ones as you can. Anything that you're sort of interested in. It would help to join them because then, say, whenever you go onto Facebook out of boredom and stuff, you're not just seeing the usual sort of Daily Mail news. People, people all of a sudden become epidemiologists talking about loads of different things which they don't really understand. But you see stuff like, say, if you're in a, a Facebook group about dogs, you'll see more pictures of dogs, which that'll make you feel a little bit better about it. So just a, just an idea. Yeah, well, that's it. When you when you when you're in groups, you, you feed gets you know like if I go now I'll, I'll open my uh, Facebook and everything that comes up first it's all these groups that I'm in yeah and that's the that's the content because I'm a regular in these groups I'll go in I'll either comment on it or just look at stuff and like it um that comes up first on my feed because Facebook knows that mm-hmm. to me that is the most important part and this is the thing when you kind of you know it's like if you're following somebody who talks shit and you keep commenting on maybe not even liking what they're doing or getting in an argument with them or whatever it is, that person's going to, because you're interacting or because you're doing something that looks like you're interacting or engaging, that's going to be on your Facebook feed first. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you open your Facebook feed, that arse that keeps making you upset and getting you angry is going to be there. So you're actually giving him or her ammunition. To kind of to piss you off, and you're giving him more reach. So essentially, when you comment on someone's posts and stuff, that gets reached out, that gets spread about to like more people on their friends list, or if it's like a public one in a group, or just like a sort of an influencer in a way, that gives them more reach in a way that they sort of reach like more reach people more see people that post. More shit yeah, further afield. You know, this is why if you like look on if you look on a content and you like it, just like it, do like it because you'll see more of that. Facebook recognizes that, and then what it does is. It, it shows that post to the people who will like it because Facebook want to engage. Mm-hmm. That is how the algorithm kind of works to a, on, a, on a really basic level. Yeah. Is that they want to show content to the people who are going to engage with it because that's how it works. That's, you know, that's yeah. the point of Facebook, really. This is why if you put a post up and it doesn't get much engagement, it gets lost in the noise. But then you see these things that go viral and it's a lot of it, it's people are getting 
pissed off or something mm -hmm. and that goes absolutely crazy because there's too many people telling them how angry they are yeah and because of that it's giving them more reach it's just ridiculous essentially it's best just to ignore people like that so follow good groups and comment and like if um, you like their posts and, and stuff because you'll see more of it and then when you open your facebook you'll feel happy instead of really pissed off mm -hmm. and then if you see some negative nancy being polarizing from no apparent reason other than to sort of big himself up or big themselves up sorry just ignore them or being a coronavirus expert yeah oh yeah be longer than at the minute. oh yeah but just gotta try and weave through them i suppose it's like a minefield that's it well uh, so they're the groups uh click on the links in the show notes and stay safe stay safe everybody until next week bye bye